This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work, a movement that seeks to inspire, equip, and ignite leaders to advance God's kingdom through their influence in the marketplace. Find out more at www.kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. We are on location in Rancho Mirage, California, and we're so grateful. We finally got one of the, there's so many young men and ladies here in the audience. We've got one of the guys that competed in the Shark Tank competition a couple days ago. He's here to share a little bit of his story. Story and a little bit of his passion, Jack McConnell. Welcome to I Work for Him. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me and allowing, be, allowing me to be on the show. All right. First, we always ask this question of every person that comes on the show. How did you become a Jesus follower? Um, so I, I don't really have like an amazing story, amazing testimony. It's really through um, my experiencing and how I've seen Jesus work in my life uh, through through um, the uh, me. I'm sorry, being able to create 2020 hearing and um, start a nonprofit or being in the third world country and um, fitting children with hearing aids and fitting adults with hearing aids, really just seeing Jesus work through that, that is sort of my testimony. That, mm-hmm. that is, I, there's no way I could never say that Jesus is not real. Mm. Well, I mean, and, and that's fantastic. I love that. I mean, and it's one of those things where sometimes when you grow up in a household that you hear about Jesus from the day you're born, that you just naturally have to come to that conclusion, well, is it real or not? Are mom or dad telling the truth or not? And if it's real, how's it going to impact my life? And you're 17 years old, right? Junior yes, in high sir. school? Yes, sir. And what school are you going to? Uh, Providence Christian Academy. It's always good to give a little plug to your school. <laughs> talk, talk to us about why you came to FCCI this year. Uh, you know, I met the Merrills through school, actually, through the, the leadership program, Giant Worldwide. And, um, you know, I met Chad. I met uh, Robin through school at a career day, actually. And, um, you know, we just sort of created a relationship. And uh, Chad reached out to me and asked if I could do one of the Nook Talks and, and, and be a part of the Shark Tank competition. And I was thrilled to be able to do that. You're like, okay, really? i got to go to no, Palm no, Springs, no, California. No, no. And miss a little school. Right. i got to miss school. Yeah, I mean, what a shame. That was it. It's just a shame. But if you got to do it for the Lord calls you to do it. That's what you got to do. So talk to us about, you know, you're 17 years old. You look at life differently than we do. We've got a few years between us. Why would, besides those Nook Talks, what were you hoping to gain? What were you hoping to learn by coming in an audience full of people that are significantly older than you? Um, Well, you know, when I'm older, I want to be a Christian entrepreneur. I want to start so many companies like that. That's just my (laughs) dream and my vision on life. I want to, I want to serve people and help people through starting businesses and being able to come here and be surrounded by so many Christian entrepreneurs. Really? Um, I I was just hoping to gain wisdom from these guys because these guys know what they're doing. They've, they've been through it all. And, um, really I've been able to get so much wisdom out of this and, um, really just be able to expand 2020 hearing donor base and, um, just be able to raise awareness. So let's talk about that a little bit. What is the 2020 hearing? Yes. So 2020 Hearing is a uh, 501c3 nonprofit where um, we financially support families in the United States that cannot afford to pay for their children's hearing care. Uh, internationally, we partner with the Starkey Hearing Foundation, and we go all over the world on hearing aid mission trip, giving the gift of hearing in third world countries. And tell our listeners why this was an important project for you. Um, you know, I was born with hearing loss, grew up with hearing aids. Um, you know, I grew up mad at myself, mad at God. I thought that God had burdened me and God hated me. That was just my mindset growing up. Um, and because I came, you couldn't hear. Of course, yeah, because okay. I couldn't hear. I, I just, I hated myself. I hated God for that. But then I came to the conclusion that God gave me my hearing loss and my, uh, my hearing aids as a God-given gift. And he wanted me to use it to serve others, uh, the hearing impaired, and be a light to the hearing impaired all over the world. And once I came to that conclusion, you know, my life was changed. Um, and I was like, okay, I, I realized that 
that my purpose was to, to serve the hearing impaired. And so that's really how everything really got started. And how old were you when you started 2020 Hearing? 11 years old. 11 years old. What a, what a great um, example of hearing somebody say, I, you know, at any age, you were not inhibited. You didn't even know to probably be inhibited exactly. by age. <laughs> it's like, I can do something. So that's 2020hearing.org, 2020hearing.org. We're talking with Jack McConnell. He's the founder of 2020 Hearing. He's the founder of an organization that's six years old, and he's 17. That shows you how the Lord's moving in this guy's heart. All right, Jack, what's your dream for 2020 Hearing? I mean, if, when you're sitting here 20 years from now, you're 37 years old, you're married, you got four kids. What <laughs> What are, what are you hoping 2020 Hearing is doing by then? Um, obviously, to continue 2020 Hearing as a nonprofit, to continue to grow our donor base and be able to fundraise and help as many kids as we can all over the world. Um, you know, my personal mission in life is to give everyone 2020 Hearing. And what I mean by that, if people can have 2020 vision, that's perfect vision. I want everyone in the world to be able to have 2020 Hearing. That's where the name comes from. But um, to continue that, uh, you know, hearing care is extremely expensive. Uh, insurance doesn't cover it. It's not accessible in the third world countries. Um, and so I want to be able to create a for-profit to create hearing aids that are uh, more affordable and easy accessible for those in third world countries so that I can achieve my, my personal God-given life mission of giving everyone 2020 hearing. Do they have hearing aids right now that can be recharged uh, solar with solar power? Yes, this insane technology that's being made with hearing aids. Right because now. that's really what's necessary if you're going to get into a developing nation, a third world nation. You need they need to be rechargeable by solar. They don't have they don't have the drugstore down the street with exactly. the batteries exactly. to buy every month or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love on the back of your business card it says, "Whoever has ears, let them hear." And um, you've got this as quoted by Jesus. How does that play into your um, um, mission? So uh, I'm going to tell a quick God story about that. You know, I was in fifth grade, 11 years old, and I was kind of unsure. I was like, do I really want to do this? Is this what God's really calling me to do? And I, I was sitting in social studies class, and I just had a moment. I was like, you know what? This is stupid. Um, you know, maybe God's not real. Maybe this is just me maybe feeling like I can have hope in life. And then I was just scrolling through my Bible because I had just come from Bible class. And I dropped my Bible on the ground, picked it up, put it on my desk opens right up to Matthew 13, and I look down right at verse 9, and it says, whoever has ears, let them hear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, God's real. I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> and so really that plays in because that, those are direct words from Jesus himself. Yeah. And um, I know how, part- and how important it is in my life to be able to hear and how um, that's just something that we all take advantage of, and everyone should just have. That, that is a right, a human right, just to be able to hear. Mm. And really, that, that's just kind of like, a, like my, my uh, religious and personal motivation, because Jesus wanted this, and I want to be one of his tools and one of his vessels to be able to achieve it. Mm. You know, and I believe there's probably a great correlation between once someone gets the gift of hearing, then the, their hearts can be open to like exactly. like what you were struggling with. You know, am I mad at God, or do I... Am I thankful for what God's given me and I'm embracing that? And so that's a great correlation. You know, a kid like you, you're 17 years old. I know you're a young man already. But when you look at, you wouldn't be where you are without solid mom and dad around you. I mean, mean, it's got to be the case because you've had a family that said, all right, Jack, Trust the Lord. He can do this. Talk about your mom and dad and their involvement in how you've developed 2020hearing.org. Yeah, they really are the the, the the reason I started it. You know, growing up, I grew up in a household 
where, where the, um, the whole the thing of uh, we all have God-given gifts, and when we use them to serve others, we can change the world. That was praised. That was encouraged in my house. That was mm. normal for me growing up. Um, so unlike most other people, all I ever thought about was what's my God-given gifts, and how can I change the world, and how can I serve other people? And that goes back to them. And, you know, 2020 hearing, it's a family unit. Um, you know, my dad's, my dad's the head. He knows all the, 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 the fun, smart stuff. He's a software CEO, so he, he, does, he manages all that fun stuff. My mom's the heart. She, we call her the mayor because she can talk to anyone and create any <laughs> relationship. So she handles our partners and I'm the hands and I'm able to go out and serve and give speeches and create relationships and mentor these kids. Um, and so it really is a family unit. Like it really is what bonds us, what brings us together. Um, and you know, it, I, none of this would have been possible without my parents. How much money do you need to raise on an annual basis in order to get hearing aids where they need to go? I mean, what, what do you, what do you need? Uh, you know, in this past year, we were able to raise over five, uh, $50,000. And, um, you know, it's, it's, hearing aids are expensive, yeah. yes, but um, we have multiple partners um, at home. So the money that we raise, we, our partners go into, the audiologists, the families that we help, uh, everyone sort of has skin in the game. The you said Starkey was involved, right? Yeah, that, that's international. That we, we, okay. we partner with them on international missions. But, yes, we do work with them in the U.S. as well. But um, the money that we raise and uh, – how we help people. We, we have our other partners that help as well. So the money that we raise stretches far and wide, and we're able to help so many kids be able to receive the gift of hearing in the United States. And also we're able to um, help financially support Starkey on international mission trips. And how do you find the, the kids that need the hearing aids? You know, really, they find us. There okay. is such an immense need in the United States. And uh, uh, most pediatric, they're all sort of on the same same base, same page. So all over the United States, they, they really know. Um, if someone in one state, like in Georgia, has used us and people all over the United States pediatrically usually know about us, but usually people come to us and people know about us. Are hearing instruments that they pull out of the ears of maybe older folks, as older folks are getting newer hearing aids, are those useful in the ears of younger kids? Yes, of course. So we actually just got a grant from UPS to start a hearing aid recycling program. Because those hearing aids can from be... From UPS? Yes, from okay. UPS. So they're one of our partners. And, you know, those hearing aids, um, they can be taken and they can be um, taken apart and remanufactured to be created to a new, almost almost brand new hearing aid and be being able to use those and Go to China or Africa, fit a child with your old hearing aid parts. And you, you knowing that you donating a hearing aid that you're not even going to use is going to go towards serving a child somewhere, an adult somewhere in third world country. Can people learn about your recycling program on your website? Of course. Yeah, we actually, we just got the grant. It's a, it's a Excellent. brand new thing. So, so be we're, we're Like right when we get home, we're going to dive right into it and figure it out. 2020hearing.org. In 20 seconds or less, what's the biggest takeaway you, t- you get from this uh, international summit here in California? Really, it's just all the wisdom that I've learned from these uh, Christian what's, CEOs. What's the biggest thing, though, that yeah, resonated? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's really this that, like, faith can't stop you. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. That, like, having faith in, like, the business world, um, nothing can stop you. You know, mm. if, when God's on your side, I mean, he's, he'll be the one to determine whether uh, what's, it's right or it's wrong. But, you know, if you have God on your side and you start a business, um, you know that you're unstoppable, really. And I've seen that through so many testimonies here. Jack McConnell, thanks for being on I Work For Him today. Thank you guys so much. 2020hearing.org, 2020hearing.org. Get your used hearing aids. Get them to this organization. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.